This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, with the House passing the NDAA, defense workers and service members may be getting a hefty pay raise soon. Forest workers want a little help finding their roots from their agency. And VA may have lost some data during its IG's investigation into the launch of the new electronic health record. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Defense Department employees and military service members are one step closer to receiving their biggest pay raise in decades. The House passed the 2023 Defense Authorization Bill that includes a 4.6% pay raise. The House passed the bill 329 to 101. Overall, the NDAA authorized $839.3 billion in discretionary funding for defense next year. In addition to approving the raise, the bill includes a provision that would establish a $15 minimum wage for federal contractors. The House completed the first step to stopping a potential revival of the Schedule F concept. Lawmakers passed an amendment yesterday from Jerry Connolly and Brian Fitzpatrick that would limit the ability of a future administration to create a new civil service accepted service. The House passed the amendment 215 to 201 as part of the 2023 Defense Authorization Act. The next step is to see if the Senate will include a similar amendment in its version of the NDAA, or if not, if the provision will survive in conference committee. The House's annual defense bill now also includes an important provision for airport screeners. Lawmakers okayed an amendment that would put Transportation Security Administration employees under the same pay and benefit system as other federal workers. That includes increasing their pay in line with the general schedule system. The Biden administration supports the legislation, but the Senate still has to approve it. The Navy is putting some urgency around fixing sailors' pay. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains why. Three four-star commanders of the Naval Forces Europe-Africa, U.S. Fleet Forces Command, and U.S. Pacific Fleet are laying out steps all commanders should take to improve the timeliness and accuracy of sailors' pay. The leadership issued a joint directive yesterday to add some urgency to growing backlogs and pay delays for sailors receiving their basic allowance for housing, special pay entitlements, permanent change of station travel entitlements, separation pay, and retirement pay. The Navy's goal is to eliminate permanent change of station travel costs and separation retirement backlog of overdue claims by December. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Army's new safe-to-report policy will protect victims of sexual assault from discipline for minor collateral misconduct. The policy is one of two new initiatives to further remove the barriers to combat sexual assault in the military. The Army is also creating an Office of Special Trial Counsel. Army Secretary Christine Warmoth established the council, which will report directly to her. OSTC will take over independent prosecution in December 2023. The policy is similar to the new safe-to-report rule the Navy adopted last month. Forest Service workers press for better living conditions. The National Federation of Federal Employees says forest workers have to live in their trucks or couch surf because the government does not provide housing in many locations. The union says government housing that is available is often dilapidated, forcing employees to make repairs with their own money. Demands include expedited repairs and standardizing requirements like Wi-Fi, heating and air conditioning, and waiving rent for substandard housing. 
The General Services Administration plans to help non-federal governments improve their cloud computing and cybersecurity. Ryan Hosing of the FedRAMP office and Jonathan Plant, a GSA cloud IT specialist, will host a Zoom session August 2nd. It's aimed at state, local, tribal, and territorial governments. They'll learn from GSA how cloud computing can save time and money using GSA contract vehicles, plus how to work with vendors carrying FedRAMP security certification. A new report says the Log4j software vulnerability is not going anywhere anytime soon. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Cyber Safety Review Board's first ever report says Log4j is an endemic vulnerability that will continue cropping up in IT systems for the next decade. The critical computer bug was discovered last November, setting off a scramble to patch systems across both the government and private sector. The board gave the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency high marks for leading the response to the vulnerability. Now it says the government can help address future Log4Js by requiring federal contractors to meet standards for software transparency. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security seeks solutions to software vulnerabilities. The Science and Technology Directorate partnered with the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to call on vendors to submit proposals that would help CISA strengthen the assurance of the software supply chain. They're focusing on the fields of finance, transportation, communication, and energy. The solicitation deadline is October 3rd. The Veterans Affairs Department Office of Inspector General says miscommunications impeded its investigation into electronic health record rollouts. The change management group at VA's Office of Electronic Health Record Modernization provided faulty or incomplete data to the OIG. This was primarily due to a lack of diligence, not a deliberate intent to mislead, the OIG says, but that did cause delays in the OIG's investigation into problems that the, the... But that did cause delays in the OIG's investigation into problems with VA's initial EHR rollout in Spokane, Washington. VA is considering administrative action for the two change management leaders involved. The Biden administration wants agencies to enhance their collection of LGBTQ data. The president's executive order in June to advance equity for LGBTQ populations calls on the Office of Management and Budget to set up a committee to find opportunities for stronger data gathering. Experts from the Census Bureau, Health and Human Services, academia, and former federal data leaders point to existing surveys from the National Institutes of Health and the Department of Justice. They say decades of existing research can help agencies start gathering better data on sexual orientation and gender identities in the hopes of addressing disparities in federal programs or mission areas. The Justice Department is making its website about the Americans with Disabilities Act in a way more accessible. With the help from the 18F Office of the General Services Administration, DOJ adds new content to its beta.ada.gov site to cover popular ADA topics. They changed language around service animals, made language easier to understand, and reorganized complex information into a cleaner visual design. 18F and DOJ say they will continue to update the site for plain language content and incorporate user feedback. The Postal Service is consolidating its package shipping offerings. The change comes as the USPS follows its 10-year plan to achieve financial stability and service excellence. USPS filed with the Postal Regulatory Commission to simplify three of its ground shipping options into one enhanced first-class package service product. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy said that simplifying these offerings, along with other customer experience changes, is making USPS become the best option in the industry. 
And U.S. Customs and Immigration Services fired an analyst at its Wakita, Kansas office. Now the agency is in trouble with the Office of Special Counsel. OSC lodges a complaint with the Merit Systems Protection Board, alleging that the firing was whistleblower retaliation. Kenneth Langley had reported that an agency manager released employees' confidential grievance information, a violation of law. Langley's action, therefore, became protected whistleblowing. OSC says agency leadership failed to protect him. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.